Friends, before we begin, let me invite you to keep up with all the Tracks for the Journey resources by subscribing to the Tracks Express newsletter. Once a week, I send a wide range of helps for well-being directly to your inbox. The Express has inspiration and insights for spirituality, relationships, ecology, emotional health, and yes, recipes for good food. The easiest way to subscribe is on my website, www.tracksforthejourney.com. Thanks for listening today. Holding newborn twins in your arms brings one overwhelming emotion, gratitude. That was my experience recently as my daughter and her husband welcomed a baby boy and girl into the world. Each of us had waves of joy, relief, excitement, and anxiety as these healthy kiddos snuggled into our arms. The pregnancy had been challenging at times, crawling along to 37 weeks, The plan had been for a C-section delivery. Then it seemed like the babies were in place for a natural delivery. Then suddenly they weren't. Then the baby girl came. Then long anxious moments and the sudden chaos of an emergency C-section for the little guy. All of us were whipsawed by the fears and the joys during those hours. But in the final result, the babies and mama were safe and strong. Daddy and the grandparents were smiling. A miracle of God and 21st century medicine. Gratefulness filled my heart as the family tree added two beautiful branches. Welcome to Tracks for the Journey, a podcast dedicated to your well-being. I'm your host, Larry Payne. Thanks for letting me share a personal story about gratitude. And in this episode today, let's plot some paths that will make gratitude a real practice for us during this holiday season. Gratitude. All of us know the feeling of happiness when a good thing happens. We recognize we've received a gift, and we respond with emotional release. Diane Butler Bass, in her engaging exploration of this subject, writes, The right place to begin understanding gratitude is as an emotion issuing from the heart, that pulsing, mysterious place at the center of our being. We also know that science has found that the brain responds to a gift or favor by releasing serotonin and dopamine, the feel-good chemicals, These make our body relax, our emotions regulate, and our social awareness grow. Gratitude makes us feel connected to the giver and desirous of more interactions. Psychologist Madhulina Chadhuri writes, Gratitude is an emotion that directly targets at building and sustaining social bondings and reinforces pro-social responses in the future. A scientist's words to say, gratitude connects us to people. Religious faith is filled with demonstrations of gratitude. Abraham built a great altar of stones to express thanks to the God who had brought him out of danger to a new land. In the Old Testament, more than 100 verses hold an idea like this. 
Psalm 95 specifically says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. Jesus complimented the one leper out of ten healed who returned to thank him for the miracle, saying this heretic Samaritan with a thankful heart had the only real faith of the bunch. Paul urges Christians to, quote, always give thanks to God, the Father, for everything, end quote. Now, all this is nice and good, especially as a moral lesson. But scientists have discovered far more benefits to gratitude than we ever dreamed. Research shows cultivating gratefulness will reduce the perception of pain, improve our sleep, manage our stress levels, reduce anxious and depressive moods, connect us closer to others, and build resilience to handle the difficult events of life. Now wait, did that register with you? Let me say it again. You will sleep better, handle stress better, be less anxious or depressed, know love more, and thrive in the hard times if we have placed gratitude as a way of life. Let me say thank you and express my gratitude that you are a listener to the Tracks for the Journey podcast. And I want us to continue to explore this fascinating subject of gratitude. It means so much to our health and well-being, our social connection, even our physical response to stress and pain. So how can we develop this magic elixir of a happy and healthy life? We must practice the art of gratitude. Martin Seligman, the father of positive psychology and founder of the Positive Psychology Center at the University of Pennsylvania, anchors this to the practice of a daily journal that he calls the Three Blessings. The instructions for the Three Blessing journal are very simple. Each day, take ten minutes before bed to write three things that went well today and why this happened. Now, the answers can be small, like, I enjoyed my favorite ice cream, or large, the twins were born healthy. The why behind the event is also an important segment. We might write, the ice cream reminded me of my dad, or God and the doctor brought forth a safe birth. Dr. Seligman says, after hearing from thousands of students and clients, quote, the odds are you will be less depressed happier and addicted to this exercise six months from now, end quote. As I prepared this podcast, I was pleased to learn that my wife and daughters were sharing a daily gratitude list via text messages. The practice has helped each one keep a positive focus during times of real special challenge. The extra benefit of sharing has added to the already close relationships. In speaking about this social connection that my family is enjoying as they share their gratitude list day by day, we are alerted to a larger meaning of gratitude than simply individual happiness. 
Ancient societies connected gratitude with the way society was organized in hierarchical fashion, according to Diana Butler Bass. The king, emperor, or baron provided material benefit to the masses, and the proper response from the peons and the peasants was gratitude to live within the system. A quid pro quo system was in operation, a system that says this for that. The elite granted benefits in return for loyalty, and along with a grudging attitude of gratitude. Western society still operates on this to a large degree, with the government as the benefactor, and we are the ones who are supposed to be grateful for what we receive. You give me this, and I'll give something back to you. That's the way the system operates. But what if gratitude opened our hearts to a different style of society? Bass urges us to see in the ethics of Jesus a better way, a wider and deeper gratitude than just quid pro quo. Just as God gives freely to all without regard to the response, so we can benefit others without expecting repayment. We can live pro bono, for the good, rejecting the requirement of something in return. Full gratitude is the fuel that propels generosity, hospitality, mutuality, humility, and equality. In the words of Bass, gratitude is an ethic of reciprocity that responds to gifts by moving them forward to others and not back up to benefactors. In the biblical view, God gives all gifts, and we human beings accept them and pass them on to one another. What an insight she has. Full gratitude can make it possible to create an infinite circle of gratitude that embraces the entire community. We can refuse to hoard the gifts of God and instead pass them on as Jesus taught. A life full of gratitude is a life that loves the neighbor as oneself, a life that invites all to the tables as equal under the abundance of God. This life of full gratitude in the public sphere could transform the way we interact with others. It can be practiced by looking for ways to give and to benefit others without return. We can give to church and charity, for instance. We might volunteer to help others in need. We could require our institutions to be equitable towards all without favor towards any. We might demand corporations to contribute to the good of the planet and the community, not just particular shareholders. In these actions and more, we express the essence of gratitude, a thankful heart that creates benefits for others. Albert Schweitzer, the Nobel Prize winner, multidisciplinary scholar and missionary, is quoted as saying, The greatest thing is to give thanks for everything. The one who has learned this knows what it means to live and has penetrated the mystery of life. Holding those healthy twins and celebrating a larger family can only really be the beginning of gratitude for me. The circle must grow larger as I choose to be generous with others 
and give without expecting return. Full gratitude teaches that I receive the gift, thank the giver, and then go the step Jesus taught as I pass blessings on freely to another. Isn't Thanksgiving such a wonderful time to enter the circle of gratitude? I know this is a busy season, so I've kept this episode short to maximize your time. I do want to share one announcement to inform you that every episode of Tracks for the Journey now has a full transcript available for you to read or download. Some of us learn more by reading than listening, so you might gain by having the words of each segment in front of you. And I hope you enjoy looking back and exploring some of the numerous topics that we've talked about. These transcripts can be found at the same website as the podcast, buzzsprout.com slash 97723. Let me express my wholehearted gratitude for you listening today. Tracks for the Journey is recorded at the Bright Star Studio, all rights reserved. Music is from Epidemic Music. I welcome your comments via my email, trackspodcast at mail.com, or join the Facebook community on the Tracks for the Journey page. Have a great holiday on your journey to well-being.